Hello, wonderful people, and welcome back to another episode of Evolving Indians. I'm Artie. I'm Nisha. So in this episode today, guys, we're going to be reviewing Never Have I Ever, the Netflix TV show. But first, we're just going to catch up about our weeks. So how was your week, Nisha? Um, Mine was okay. I had a traumatic spider experience this week, um, which is why I am currently filming this from my mum and dad's shop <laughs> um so I was I was just uh getting ready to go so it was it was at night time and I was in the office the day after so I was getting my laptop and stuff ready and at the corner of my eye I see something from across the room and before I even have time to register what it is it's running right at me and then it was right at my feet and I, I panicked so much so I jumped up I ran and then jumped up on the sofa and then I was thinking what do I do what do I do what do I do and usually I always have my phone in my hand like I carry my phone when I'm at home but I just at this time I'd put it on my desk and I was thinking oh what do I do what do I do so I was thinking to myself if I just let it settle and then I'll just pick my phone up and I'll just run past it and then I'll be fine so I went to put my foot like on the floor to get my phone and it ran towards me again so I panicked even more and I'm so scared anyway that one running at me is my worst nightmare (laughs) so at this point I was like nearly crying and then I thought okay it'll just settle on that side now that's fine we'll just we'll just leave it and I'll just wait here for a while I'll just stand on the sofa and it'll be fine and yeah, no, this this ride, I swear I was on drugs. It kept running across the room. So it would run towards me. I'd panic. And then it would run back again. And I'd calm down a little bit. But it just kept doing it. So yeah, that was a nightmare. Eventually, I had to reach over and get my phone. And I was just moving really slowly. And then I got my phone. I rang my mum. I had a full-on panic attack. <laughs> and I've not had one of those since I was about 17. So that was fun. Um, and then my dad had to pick me up. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm so disappointed in myself because I was doing so well. Like, I saw, I've seen a few spiders in the house, and I've just left them. And then either my neighbours got it for me when they've been free, or whoever's visited, I've just said, oh, by the way, will you get rid of this spider? But this one, a whole, a whole different, a whole different type of spider. (laughs) Um, So I've been staying at my mum's, which has been quite nice, actually. Is it is it still at the house? It's still at the house. We didn't find it. Oh, so okay. I'm going to go today and I'm going to take either my mum or dad and like move the sofas and hoover everywhere and mm. then, um, yeah, and hopefully find it. Hopefully. I'm going to pray for you that we find this spider because nobody likes a spider like that. Especially not one that runs like that. Awful. Yeah, spider um, on drugs. Your week was much better, though. How was your prom? Oh, my prom was honestly amazing. So um, this was my sixth form prom, so it was a lot more of a low-key, like, everyone was, like, doing their own sort of thing with dresses this year. Um, and we were we were so unsure about whether we were going to get one or not. So it was really nice to have one. Um, I just sort of spent, like, the whole day getting ready. Like, I didn't rush myself. Curled my hair at home. Did my makeup and all that myself. Because um, last time I got it done at MAC. And, like, my eyebrows were so, like, drawn on. And I was like, that is not for me this year. Like, I'm just going to go natural and do it how I want to do it. 
and then I we did two hours of pictures with my friends before prom and then we got to the prom and there was like welcome drinks and stuff like that um god heels and me not not a good mix we're definitely not friends <laughs> it's a, it said on the letter for prom that it was like arrival is at seven and then we thought we'd be able to just like go and sit down once we got there like the hall would be open to sit and stuff whatnot it wasn't we had to stand for an hour and I'd already been in these heels for two hours before that so my feet were very much not having it um but good job I took a spare pair of trainers in my bag so I got to change into them for for like dancing and stuff but it was at first it was really overwhelming to see this many people in like one place with no masks no restrictions anything like that Mm. but like as the night went on you got a bit more comfortable with it I think the first song that came on was the Macarena and everybody swarmed onto the dance floor and I was like that is a Covid pit I'm not going over that I'm leaving (laughs) so me and my friend went and stood outside for a little bit to begin with but once it quietened down, then I went onto the dance floor. And there's this one song and two like there's two songs that I really, really like, and they played both of them. So the first song is Mr. Brightside. And if you went to my school, you know that is like the school song. Like every single time that comes on, people go crazy. And then the second song that I requested that they play was Fuse ODG Dangerous Love. And that's always such a good song to get people on the dance floor with. Like we played it at a year 11 prom and every time I'm cooking with my friends we always have that song come on and I was just like so happy when it came on I was vibing like so in my like jamming so it was definitely a really good night and then we went back to one of the boys in our group's house because he was hosting after prom I didn't drink that much and even after prom I didn't drink that much either like I just wasn't there to be getting drunk or anything like that but it was a it was like a night well spent, even if we only got three hours of sleep. Oh, the next day I was so tired. Did you have work the next day? I didn't have work the next day. I had work the day after that. So I um after prom uh we finished we got back to the house at like I wanna say one in the morning. And then um we got to we got four hours of sleep and we all got up at like seven. And then I came home at like two in the afternoon and I just sort of crashed I didn't do much sort of washed my hair and then was just like lazy for the rest of the evening so I was kind of recovered by work on the Thursday which was it was all right that's okay then I value my sleep a lot Mr Brightside is the most British song ever (laughs) (laughs) it's such a good song when it comes on like everyone knows it and they just like belt the lyrics at the top of their lungs i don't know if i can at the amount of nights nights out that at 3am they will play that song i i can't i can't listen to that anymore i don't think i would ever ever put it on oh okay whereas i'm the opposite every time we cook as well mr brightside has to come on yeah that is that was our school song though like ever since i want to say like year eight we had like a school teacher band and they played that one year. And since then, that's been like the born grammar song. Not for me. <laughs> but the Fuse ODG song is good. That is so good. Yeah. I love when they play that every single time. That we had a lot. Of, 
that was a good summer when that released. Mm. We had a lot of like throwback anthems. Like they played Soldier Boy, and um, they played Crank That Soldier Boy, and one of the teachers knew like the entire dance. Oh my god! And That's it was so like you know that song was like a good song, and you were like, wow, they must be really young if they if they know all of this because I think she must have probably been at like uni when that <laughs> song came out. I really vividly remember at my school prom, um, so at the end of year year eleven. Yeah, they um they said the DJ said, "Oh now I'm gonna play a slow song," and then he played. I want to say it was like, I can't remember. It was something that was not what we expected. We were expecting like a a romantic cheesy song, mm-hmm. um, and he ended up playing. <laughs> I, I want to say it was an R. Kelly song. <laughs> I can't remember. But it was not what we expected. Yeah. Um, yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. Weird times. I think that was about it for my week, though. That was the most eventful thing that happened. Um, so do we want to get into reviewing Never Have I Ever? Uh, yeah. So first of all, how long did it take you to finish it? I thought it was only going to take me 24 hours to finish it. However... I was watching Lord of the Rings and then I had to do prep for prom and get ready. So I think it took me three or four days to finish. How long did it take you to finish it? So I was set on the fact that I was going to have it on all day in the background whilst I was working. I watched the first three episodes and I didn't really like them. Yeah. So then I stopped watching it and then I had to pick it back up again um, because I decided... I needed to finish it. And one of my friends messaged me and said, if you need motivation to watch it, she said the fourth episode is Never Have I Ever Had an Indian in Front of Me. Yeah. So then I was sold. I was like, oh, yeah, get me another South Asian character on here. This is your spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't actually finished the second season of Never Have I Ever, because we are going to talk about what happens in each episode in, like, a little bit of detail. So... Pause now if you haven't finished it. Um, So what did you think of when... So the first episode is Never Have I Ever Been a Player. So what did you think about Davy and how she was, like, playing the both of them on, like, how she was like, oh, I can get away with it because I'm moving to India? Um, One word, trash. (laughs) She is trash. She is not the representation that we wanted. Um. But yeah, I I don't know. I, I, when she first started doing it, or when she first decided she was going to do it, when she was sat with Fab and uh, Eleanor, I was like talking to the TV. I was thinking, please don't do this. Please, please, please don't do it. <laughs> and then she did it. Um, but yeah, I think it was kind of predictable what was going to happen. I don't think... I, I, I don't know if it was that... I think this is why I didn't like the first few episodes because it was so predictable and so expected. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Um, yeah, I was also the same. Like Nisha literally messaged me and she was like, Davy is trash. And I hadn't gotten to this part yet. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, what, what could she have done? What could she have done? And then I was like, as soon as I got there, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, just because you are moving to India does not justify this in any way, shape or form. Don't do it. You are trash. And because of the way that the first season ended, 
all I was thinking is, Davy, you know that it's Ben. You know you need to pick Ben. Mm-hmm. Just pick Ben and you can just be happily ever after. It'll be fine. And then she... Um, it was kind of Fab and El- Eleanor's fault, though, because they kind of... Encouraged Paxton. Yeah, because she seemed kind of set on Ben, which was the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm glad that they didn't... With the board that she made, the pros and cons, I thought they were board and I was I was going to be so disappointed if that was where it was going to go because it would have been so predictable yeah so that that was um in the second episode so in the second episode was never have I ever thrown a rager Mm. and um when they went up to her room and like I think it was either Ben or Paxton but one of them put their hand on the board yeah and I was like please don't turn it over I I was also speaking to the tv and I was like no don't do it I'm glad they didn't do it because I think it's just it would have been so predictable and I don't know if I'd have carried on watching. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what did you think of the of that episode? That episode when um when Paxton got hit by a car and everyone started the rumor that I was like, oh, crazy Davy like pushed Paxton in front of a car. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit like, nah, like. She didn't do that. Like, I know she'd literally just broken his heart, but, like, take some accountability. Paxton, you should have looked where you were going before you stepped into the middle of the road. Like, it, yeah. it wasn't her fault. And the fact that they were calling her Crazy Davy, I was a bit like, like, you don't know what that person's been, like, going through and stuff, whatnot. Please don't call people crazy. They're mm. not. They're probably just having a bit of a hard time. Which comes um, up later on. Sorry, what was that? Um, which comes up later on on the, on the show. Yeah, when she obviously um, goes to see the counsellor and things like that. Exactly. Um, what did you think of Nalini's trip to India? Oh, um, yeah. When when like you found out that like the mother-in-law, like cared about her more so than her actual own mother, and I was a bit like, mm. whoa. I was like. That definitely broke a lot of like stereotypes in these like Indian serials that you watch. It's always like the mother-in-law that's like the wicked, evil character that hates the daughter. Yeah, but David's dad is so sweet. I'm mm. not surprised. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I I loved seeing him. I kind of wish they'd have. And I, I know it's not the show for it, but I kind of wish they'd have shown a more of a of a cultural side of India. Because I feel like it was really, really basic and simple. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. Like, like they literally just showed both their houses, didn't they? And that was it. Even if they'd have, even if when she'd have gone, it would have been an event, and they'd have shown a little clip of it being, I don't know, some sort of religious event or cultural event in India. That would have been cool. Because um, I think every time they show India in a in a series or a movie, it's a good chance to showcase what it's actually like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I, I think I like Nalini a lot more in this series than the last one. Yeah, I agree. And do you know what? I actually love the grandma as well yeah, so much. Like, she reminds you of just like your own sort of grandma. Like, she was such a likable character. When she and... was giving um, Nalini a head massage, mm. I was sat there thinking, that's what I need right now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, later on in like the future episodes where she tells baby she was like you do not speak to your mum like that I was like mm. yes like treat treat like your parents with some respect kind of thing um okay what about the third episode 
Um, okay, so that is, is that Never Have I Ever Opened a Textbook? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so here when then when they were like, oh, again, when they started blaming Paxton not making it into university on Davy, I was like, nah, like, yes, you've been swimming your entire life, but, like, don't put the blame on someone else. Take some accountability. Your grades are so bad because you have not been putting the effort in and then of course when he got called to the principal's office and he they were like we're gonna offer you some tutoring I was like it's gonna be Davy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was in two minds I was like it's either gonna be Davy or it's gonna be Ben and obviously he would have been so mad had it have been Ben and I was like this could go either way and then Davy showed up and I was like oh they're gonna magically like make up and they're gonna be friends again because she's gonna help turn his grades around so I thought it was going to be um, Ben at first. But then I was kind of thinking, it doesn't make sense because Ben would have just said no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll just refuse to do it. Um, is that a real thing in America? I'd love to know if that was a real thing, that you get students to tutor you. Um, I mean, even at my school, like I know we, we had a tutoring thing at GCSE where like if you needed help, you would sign up for it. And then if you felt like, offering your help to other students you could also sign up and they paired people up oh that's pretty cool yeah so it happened at our school um so it might be a thing in america possibly i've always wanted the lockers that they have Mm, yeah i don't know what it is but because it's in every single like high school musical every single comedy sitcom that you've watched they always have these lockers it would be such a good idea i used to drag all of my bags all the way across school yeah did your school not have lockers at all? I don't think so. Oh, okay. So at both my schools, we did have lockers, but it was like a you had to pay for them and like they would be like wherever in the school. Mm. Um, it wasn't like a everyone in the year had lockers in this certain part of the school kind of thing. On um, one of the um, the days in one of the year, the years I was in. I had Futech, PE and orchestra on the same day. So oh, my God. I had to carry my violin, my Futech, all my ingredients, all my books for normal school day and my PE kit. And I always had to get a lift because I couldn't carry everything. Oh, God. I'm imagining, like, little tiny Nisha as well trying to carry all this. My violin was more than, than enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you had all that stuff on top. Were you not even allowed to, like, leave stuff in, like, a specific classroom or, any- like, your form tutor's room or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I don't think they'd have let me because they don't want to take blame if it went missing. Anything happened, yeah. So, at my... we didn't I didn't do food tech at my second school, but I did at my first secondary school that I was at. And um, we we would always be allowed to, like, come and leave the ingredients in the classroom the morning of so you could come and drop your stuff. PE, I had a locker, but if you didn't have a locker, you could leave it in your form tutor's room. And again, with like an instrument, like you just have to put it to the side of the classroom. And they did always say like, if anything happens to this, like we're not going to take responsibility for it. But I remember those kind of days as well. Like, oh, they were not fun. The worst. I've always wanted to have proper lockers like America. It would just be so much easier. Mm. Especially, yeah, especially considering as well, like, how many do you remember how many sort of lessons you used to have a day? Uh was it seven? You used to have seven. Oh my god. No, wait, was it, it might be less than that too. It was six, I think. 
yeah i think at my my second school we had six and at my first school we used to have five but even so like at a level you'd have like a neat notebook and then a class notebook so like say if i had like five lessons that day and they were all different i'm literally carrying 10 books in my bag and then a teacher would some teachers would be like you need to bring your textbook to every lesson even if you didn't need it you'd still have to bring your textbook and oh your back used to break that's why when I went to London for Friends Festival with my other aunt, um, she picked up my bag. She was like, oh, my God, that's so heavy. And I was like, yeah, well, I, I'm used to it from school. Like, that feels like nothing. Yeah, those books were heavy. Mm. School prepares you for carrying heavy bags. <laughs> yeah. Prepares mm. us for back damage. <laughs> <laughs> you just get used to it from there. Um, okay, so the next episode was never have I ever had an Indian frenemy so this is what got you back into it what did you like about this one uh I love that they added another uh Indian girl into it I think it was I think it was a good move for them to do um and I think we needed a new character too Mm -hmm. um so I loved Anissa she was so I I was saying that she was just she comes across as like wholesome and like genuine Mm -hmm. um yeah I, I really liked her um, but I'm biased. Mm-hmm, but you are not a fan of Davy, right? Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not her biggest fan. She's far too problematic for me. And mm-hmm. um, um, so we were just saying before we started this podcast episode. If you haven't, go back and listen to the last episode of our personality test. And now we think about it, I think that Nisha relates more to Anissa and get like prefers Anissa because there's more similarities between those two and that's possibly why I prefer Davy because I feel like there's more of those with me and her yeah I I don't know I just I liked Anissa I remember thinking halfway through I wish Anissa was the main character (laughs) which is harsh because it's not even about her Mm -hmm. um I definitely liked I think I can't, I liked Anita. Like, I thought she was pretty and like I kind of liked her character a little bit. But I was like literally like, are you like trying to take Davy's life here? Like you are literally like good at all the same things she's good at. You are like trying to chat to all the same people she's friends with. I was kind of a bit like, oh, it's the typical like the rivalry between their like fellow Indians. Oh, I was the complete opposite. I didn't think that she came across as a rival. I thought it was like, it was Davy that made that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that that uh, Indian teacher is he called Manish? That he yeah, Manish, Mister K. That he liked Anissa from the get go, <laughs> and Davy's face was priceless. Yeah, like they they had the secret handshake and everything, and it was like yeah. <gasps> her secret teacher's been stolen. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in this episode, I think this is the one where um Gamala has the issues at her lab mm-hmm. um what do you think of that that that's a real thing at work um I am not ready for that especially considering I'm going into a similar sort of field as her as well I I would react exactly like um Davy would I would like fly off the handle and be like excuse me I need credit where credit is due but um, so spoiler again for those who haven't watched this episode. Um, so Gamala she finds a discovery within the lab, and um, she then goes and tells one of her colleagues, and 
he takes credit for this and he doesn't actually include her name on the final I think it's like a dissertation like thesis he doesn't include her name on that and she she finds out and she's not getting respected like they always um get her to wash out beakers and do like the feminine kind of jobs um and I was I was not happy about that like she found the major discovery that led to that project and I was like she needs credit so I'm glad at the end she finally got the credit that she deserved and I really didn't I I'm not too sure what I think about who was the guy from India that she was possibly going to get engaged to Prashant yeah Prashant I did not like the fact that he told her that she should just get over it and sort of move on to her next rotation because I was like, if you go through life like that, like if say that happens on her next rotation and the next one after that and the next one after that, like you are never going to get credit for what you deserve. And at the end of it, like people are just going to be like, oh, well, what did you do? Like, what did you help with? You've not been put on any of these reports. Mm. So I that's why I was kind of really glad when in the last episode, um, when she went to the teachers thing with Mr. K, yeah, I was I was really glad. I was like, oh, maybe is this the start of something with her and Manish instead of Prashant? Remember that um, Nalini said the same thing as well when she said that she didn't get uh, credit on the paper. Um, Nalini, Davy's mom, said, "Oh, welcome to the workforce," and then kind of left it at that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, agreed. I think at first I was, I th- I thought Prashant was just being nice. But then later on, I was kind of like, oh yeah, okay, maybe he was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think I I really like that they did that episode because I think that's something that genuinely happens on a regular basis. Because not only are you a a girl, but you're also not white. Yeah, and, like, she's also in STEM. Like, there is not enough women in STEM, as it mm. is. And I was like, um, yay, looking forward to this. I will definitely not be tolerating that in any way, shape, or form. Here is your lesson to be a baby from day one. <laughs> yes! See, this is where you need to be naming. <laughs> um... Okay, so the next episode, oh, this one, this one I was very mad at Davy for. Um, Never have I ever ruined someone's life. Yeah, I think I was annoyed when I saw the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not prepared for for her shenanigans. Um, so this is the one with the twenty four hour relay, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. which sounds like such a fun event. I want to be there. As long as it's warm outside. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so she keeps running interference. I mean, it's quite clever, to be fair. Mm-hmm. But it was also harsh. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of t- in two minds about it because I feel like Ben was probably flirting with Anissa more to get back. Back at Davy. At, at Davy. And I think it was obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can kind of see why she did what she did. Um, on this, I've just remembered about the voicemail. How sweet was that voicemail from her dad? Yeah, and how he always used to call her his perfect girl. And I was mm. like, oh. Every time she listened to it, I was thinking her dad was so sweet. He was, yeah. Kind of wish her dad was in it. Like, not just as a 
sort of add in character. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, also, I love the way my favorite part of this episode, in a positive way, was when um, Fabiola's girlfriend said, "Just suck it up and introduce me." <laughs> it was my favorite part. It was such a good. I, I just I love the way she did it so casually. Mm-hmm. Um. So was this the episode where she blurted out that she was like Anissa's anorexic? Uh, yeah, right at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, like, don't make such big things like that up. Like, obviously, it does later on um, go on to be true, but like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't say stuff like that. I, that's when I was really like, Davy, like, nah, that was not okay. That's where like I was really like mad at her. I was like, what are you doing? Sort yourself out. Mm. And I I'm get kind this... of in two minds about it because I don't think she meant it the way that it ended up being i don't think she meant it as she was yeah she anorexic. is anorexic she meant it as like a jealous comment of like oh how can she eat so little like yeah not even that but it was like she said like when she was eating that brownie she said it was something like ladylike or something mm-hmm. um i don't think she meant it like that did not need to blow up the way that it did yeah definitely so in the next episode then um the is it begged for forgiveness mm-hmm. or betrayed a friend? Um, the next one you... is, yeah, betrayed a friend. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the fact that she didn't own up to her being the one that started the rumour? I would, That was, again, trash moment, absolute trash. I was like, just come clean. Don't, like, try and put the blame on other people like they went on that goose chase of like it going round and it being this person and this person and this person i was like are you serious just take some accountability this is why i don't like baby because she never learns from her lessons Mm. if you do something wrong just admit to it straight away why does she let it fester every single time yeah definitely and she does that like as a reoccurring thing doesn't she yeah she just i just don't think she learns from from her past mistake mm. um and then what do actually what did you think about her big when she comes in and she like dresses up and does the whole marching band apology and stuff like that i mean it was great entertainment and i kind of felt sorry for her because i can see that she was kind of following her dad's words and she was like was trying sweet and it was a genuine attempt but yeah just I just don't think she thinks about what she does. I know she's a fictional character, but she winds me up. <laughs> um, that's how like, you know you really love this series when, like, you're so invested that these characters annoy you. Yeah, she really annoys me. Um, yeah, she. I don't know. She. Um, she did not need to do that. I think I definitely agree with you. Like, I don't think she thinks before she does something. Um, it's like you you should have thought what was going to happen like with that kind of was like a public embarrassment on top of like what you already did to Anissa um I think what would have been better is a deep sincere like apology where she just like she when she apologized even then it wasn't like one-on-one she was stood up on a chair and it was like seriously like I feel like she should have tried to pull Anissa for a, a chat like even if it was with like Anissa Ben and her and then sincerely apologize and I don't know if she like apologized for the right reasons again. 
it was like, was she really apologizing because she wanted to, or was it because Ben came over to her house and she wanted to clear things up with Ben? It was definitely because of Ben. Mm. <laughs> Which is what that um her therapist was saying. Who, by the way, looks like the coolest therapist ever. Yeah, definitely. She seems like so chill and so nice. You could just have like give her life lessons or like find out life lessons from her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like that apology would have worked if it was just them and Anissa and it wasn't in the middle of a school day. Yeah, definitely. I wonder if things like that happen in America. I don't know. Yeah, like, everyone says, like, the marching band and all that, like, that's a big school thing and, like, school spirit's huge over there. So possibly, I know, like, promposals, they, they sometimes get the marching band involved. So. I'm also really glad that's not a thing here. I what think, school, school spirit? Uh, no, like like the whole promposal thing. Because I think it's like as cute as it is. I think it's so. I th- I think it would make people definitely less confident. Like the whole thing in like America is that they don't want to go if they're on their own. But I think it's such a, a shitty thing to. I don't know. No, I get what you mean. Like, yeah, like, we we all go to prom and, like, we never, ever really have dates in the UK. Like, it's not a thing. But I just, I'm a big ball of cheese. I'm a hopeless romantic. I love seeing all these different promposals. I think one of my friends, actually, his girlfriend was a huge Harry Styles fan. And um, he made this thing and it was like, it's not, um, I know this isn't, I know Harry Styles isn't really my style or something, but will you be my prom prom date or something? And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like, <laughs> I yeah. think the idea is cute, but the whole of, from you, what we see on TV, with it being completely centred around having a date, yeah, down, like to the fact that, date. down to the fact that Paxton wasn't going to go, even though he was one of the most popular guys in the school... Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so glad that the UK doesn't do that because there's no way I'd have gone to any of my problems if that was the case I just wasn't interested and yeah. I think I'd have just been anxious the whole time mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you yeah like we we both didn't have dates to either of our problems and we had a great time I had a great time this week so you don't need a date to go to prom I don't think any of my friends had dates we all went together but I think we we're the same I don't think we ever even considered it. We just weren't... I don't think any of us were bothered. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... The next one is... Never have I ever... Been Daisy... B- Was it Daisy Buchanan? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so, what did you think of this one? So, first of all... I wish our Gatsby lessons were like this. Because it's so much more fun then writing about the green light for four hours um yeah I, I really liked that lesson and that teacher that was my main takeaway from that episode yeah I think that was kind of a little bit that seemed a little bit like a filler sort of episode to me I was kind of like we didn't need it need it like we could have sort of had without it but um I think in that episode um Anissa and Ben started to realise that they had differences between each other. Mm. And that's that's where I was kind of like, oh, Ben is questioning whether he should be with Anissa or not. Um, 
he's kind of like maybe Davy was the better option for me. Um, but in this one as well, I feel like she she tries to make it up with Paxton, and he's like, no, I want to actually do this for myself because um, oh, we completely brushed over the fact that she told him that he he should like try and do it on his own. He doesn't need mm. Davy to hold his hand. I think that was rude when she flat. I know she was emotional and upset at the time like he he picked a bad moment to come and speak to her but also like she took out what she was feeling regarding sort of the expulsion and also Anissa and Ben on Paxton yeah this is the thing she's just explosive Mm -hmm. I'm really glad she wasn't at my school (laughs) because you would not have liked her (laughs) no I definitely wouldn't have I was like I was quite shocked when like their team actually won Paxton's team won and I was like oh, okay so I was like wow like he's he's putting in the time and effort he's starting to like turn things around and um when Anissa she said she was like oh I just threw all my flashcards in my bag and like I may have lost it and Ben kind of pulled that face and I was yeah. like see they do not go well together and I was like mm, this is where I was like Ben could possibly break up with Anissa and maybe get with Davy. I thought, oh, there's chance for that. Yeah, because Ben liked that they him and him and Davy challenged each other mm-hmm. academically, which kind of reminds me. Have you seen Modern Family? I have. It reminds me of um, Alex and Sanjay. Yes. How they're always like in competition with each other, mm-hmm. and then get together towards the end. Um. Yeah. Goals getting A's together (laughs) but A stock couple love that um all right never have I ever stalked my own mother oh what do you think of this relationship between Nalini and uh is it called Dr Jackson yeah Mm -hmm. um I don't like it I'm loving the banter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love the fact that every time they see each other they just insult each other yeah I kind of feel and like I... that is like how a relationship is though as well like when you feel so comfortable with someone that you can just like start having like insults and stuff like that I, I think they're, they're they're sweet together I think it would work if Demi wasn't so problematic pro- problematic kid <laughs> I'm like why are you standing in the way of your mum's happiness leave her alone Mm-hmm. Oh, you see, now you put it that way. I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe I do think it's all right. I'm... But this is the thing. Davy is kind of set on this thing that, like, she lost her dad, which was hard, which, yeah. But her mum obviously also lost, like, the love of her life, mm-hmm. which had to be hard on her as well. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't think it's such a Davy thing to do to stalk her own mum. Her own mother. <laughs> And yeah. I always feel bad. Even when she did it, she obviously needed a lift. So she went to Gomla. And I don't like that she like started this fake interest with, with Gomla about Gomla, her life. Yeah, she was like, I'm going to take you for a frozen yogurt and we're going to chat about it when she wasn't even interested. Like, if you want a lift to do something problematic, just say you want a lift. Mm, like, please tell me. At least I know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. Um, I... I don't know. Origin- now you put it that way, yeah, I think she should be ha- she shouldn't stand in her mum's way of happiness. My thinking was kind of like I was like, that's like an employee and like 
I don't know, like they they were they didn't get on to begin with. Like they had that like banter kind of like insulting each other. And I was kinda like, you know, when it's the oh be mean to a girl if you want to impress her. Mm. I was a bit like, nah, like he should have gone about it maybe a bit of a better way. But it was quite cute, like to see their banter. I don't uh, know, she started insulting him first though, right? Like when she first meets him and she's like, Oh, what sort of doctor would um, yeah, have like jade rollers. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, but when Davy lost her voicemails, that's when I really, really did feel for her because I was like, oh my god, like that was all she had to hold on to of her dad. Yeah, but also, why has she not downloaded those and saved those yet? Like, how stupid are you? Phones don't last forever. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you not like? You could back that up in some way. There's got to be a way to do it, to save it as an audio. Mm-hmm. And then send it in an email to yourself so you don't lose it. <laughs> like, that was fully her own fault. I have no sympathy for her there. <laughs> Nisha's got no sympathy at all. None whatsoever. She's like, that was your own fault. That was her own fault. Everyone knows technology is not reliable. <laughs> um, but when she when she sat down with her mum and um, her mum pulled up that video um of the perfect girl i'm not sure if that happens in this episode or the next episode but i was like that is very wholesome like he always called her his perfect girl and Mm. i was like that is very sweet very sweet i'm surprised they don't have more video recordings when they all have iphones yeah definitely i thought i'm because i'm sure this this like series is meant to be set in like present day like now it's not like meant to be like an old kind of series or anything like that. Yeah, he'd like passed away a year ago, right? So, or mm. two years. So they must have recordings of him. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's just maybe being a drama, drama queen. Oh, oh. <laughs> insulting. Uh, my favorite, not my favorite, but insulting. A little part of me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're definitely not as problematic as she is though yeah i definitely don't think i'm as problem i think like me and her react in similar ways like i feel like she feels and actually no now i think about it her counselor did say this you feel she said to navy that you feel things very deeply and emotionally so that what and she was like when you're sad that's why you feel like really really sad but when like you're living your life like that's how you like live your life to the full like the fullest mm-hmm. because you feel emotion so deeply and that's why I feel like me and Davy relate very well like had I've been in Kamala's shoes I would have reacted exactly like Davy first time round, and I would have like nah get me on that report <laughs> um so I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm like that as well but I I'm well I get really emotional really quickly but at the same time, I still think about everyone else, and I think you do too. Whereas okay. hers is like her emotions and her life. She is like the main character, but not in a good way. Mm, she's like she doesn't care about how this is going to impact other people. Even like she has these like half, half-hearted conversations with Fab about Fabiola's relationship, which is obviously something that's a big thing for Fabiola. Mm-hmm. And she'll kind of ask, and then be like, "Okay, so anyway, here's what happened with Paxton and Ben." Yeah. And, and I'm that, like, Davy, it's not about you. This is not a very, moment for you. She is very dismissive of, I think, um, Fabiola and Eleanor's relationships. Like, every single time they were talking about that guy, Eleanor, seeing the Disney guy who was the actor, 
Mm. And then she was like, oh, so he's cheating on he's cheating on you. Oh, but um, Paxton did this, Ben did this. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, help your friend. Console your friend. Be there for her. Like, stop trying to make this about you. Mm. Mm. I feel yeah. like we should just name this this podcast episode as Misha Hits, baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> I fully do. Yes. Bashing Davy very much. <laughs> Um, okay, what do you what do you think of the the last episode then the way that it ended? Um, the never have I ever been a perfect girl. I love the fact her dad calls her a perfect girl. And I was saying before we started this episode, huge character development on Davy's side, I think, because like in the first season where she was literally just after like Paxton, and she was like, oh, like she offered up one of the most vulnerable things on a plate to Paxton. And then, like, in this episode, she she walks away from an almost relationship with him mm-hmm. because she she knows her self-worth and she knows that she deserves better than that. And I'm, I'm very glad that she did walk away from that because I was like, you do deserve better. Um, but at first, when, when Paxton was like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. And the narrator even says, he's like, any adult looking at this would be like, baby, get out of that. Like, I was like, huge red flag. But after he did say that she'd humiliated him and embarrassed him in front of the entire school, I was like, okay, fair enough. He's got a point. Yeah, I, I'm fully with, with him on this. It was actually quite quite smart of him to think of it that way. Because it would be embarrassing to get back with someone that a two timed you with someone at your own school and then had you both at the same party, um, and then someone that she's just caused you so many issues in the last however long, like year or two years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if that was real life, you'd be embarrassed to to admit that you were back with them again. Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. Um. And I was like, when she did walk away from him, I was like, yeah, I was like, you go, girl. Like, you know yourself well. But I feel like she needed that. She had to watch that video of her dad calling her a perfect girl um, in order to come to that realisation. So I was kind of like, her dad helped her realise that, like, Mm. what she deserved. Um, And then what did you think of the end that... um, I found it funny that Paxson hit her with a car yeah me too I find it more funny that he kept asking if she had a concussion she was like but are you here for me (laughs) like are you actually here for me like because because and then he she even made him say it and I was like yes I was like of course she was gonna do that um but I found it ironic because obviously he got hit by a car in either the first or second episode Mm -hmm. and I was like yeah I was like all right full circle (laughs) Now they've got each other back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're on even terms. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I I was kind of, I think I was team Ben personality-wise, team Paxton looks-wise, but I was more team Ben than I was Paxton. So I am a bit like, oh, like, where could this go? Like, I think we will get a season three. Yeah, I think I guess so too. It, I guess it will see, like, we'll see how well season two does, whether we get season three or not. But I'm like, the way they've left it, it could be like, oh, Ben could possibly come in and like try and want to get with her and like cause some issues. Or I'm kind of like, do you think Anissa and Ben are going to stay happy and Paxton and Davey are going to be happy? 
Anissa and Ben are definitely going to break up. Mm-hmm. These are my predictions. I feel like there's too many differences between them for them to stay together. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm Team Paxton now. I think. Oh, okay. You're Team Paxton. Yeah, he's got a bit more substance than he did um, before. Yeah. Like before, like admittedly, his group of friends didn't really care about grades and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But now, like, he's actually putting in the effort. I just think he's got a bit more, like, I liked Ben in the first season. But I'm definitely Team Paxton now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was very much Team Paxton up until this last episode. And I was kind of like, oh, like, her and Ben could be good together. But then I also do very much so like Paxton. Especially when I thought it was so cool when... You know how he was sat there and he was like, he didn't know what to write for this extra credit project. And he was so like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then he, it sort of like hit him like a light bulb. And I was like, wow, he actually really pulled it out of the bag. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, although I feel like his granddad did his extra credit projects for him. He just asked him questions. Yeah, pretty much. I need that um, teacher. I feel like that teacher that they had gives out A's just to every student constantly, one hundred percent. I need him as my teacher. Who would you rather as a teacher, him or Manish? Uh, Manish. Yeah, I think I'd rather Manish as well. And do you know what I love about this whole series was how many like South Asian actors were in there. Like you had Manish, Gamala, Nalini, the grandma. Um, Davy and um, Anissa. Anissa, yeah. So I was like, that was a good mix. And you know what? Now I realise we haven't actually even touched on Fab, Fabiola, or Eleanor. What do you think of those two? I love Fab. I think she's so. I, there's something about her that I just I I can't get my head around. I want a series on on Fab. Mm-hmm. On a the fact that she's not straight and her relationship. And B, the robots thing. I'm such a geek. I am all over that. Get me an episode on Fab. Just Fab. And I I love the fact that there was, like, they ran for, like, Cricket Queen and Cricket Queen. Like, they actually, like, had, like, two queens. And I was like, yes, I was like, this show's, like, sort of times are changing. It was, they weren't going to be like, it has to be a prom king and a prom queen. Like, they did have two queens. And I thought they looked great right at the very end. I was like, I'm so glad she turned up in, like, a T-shirt and mm. whatever she wanted to wear. And that's what I think her... Like, Eve. Eve didn't care if they were carbon copies of each other. Eve was just bothered about, like, her happiness and, like, them getting on. I didn't like Eve's friend, though. I didn't like Eve's friend either, who was trying to change Fab. And, yeah. like, trying to get her to miss practice and stuff like that. Um, I, I just love the robots thing. Mm-hmm. The little robot gears. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, Eleanor is so accurate for the description of theatre kids in school, because that is 100%. Again, <laughs> I, I was one of those. <laughs> but I, I love that Eleanor's character. Um, she reminded me definitely of people from school, straight away. Mm-hmm. There was something so familiar about it. Um, but yeah, I really like Eleanor. Um, I think the guy that she was seeing was trash, and I definitely think that was not his agent that was messaging him all those things. Oh, that, definitely not. Yeah, I was like, he is a hundred percent cheating on her. Um, and I thought he was very, very toxic. 
And I was glad that Fabiola and Davy were like, you need to get out of this. You need to get out of this. Although she did make it about her half the time. This is um, an important one, though, because I think when you get older, you see your friends get into relationships that are definitely toxic. Um, but you can't really do anything because they'll always defend that person. I think they did that really well because it was so... Um, the way the way that she like blamed uh, Davy and Fab for getting in the way, yeah, accurate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, even though like they told Eleanor all these different things, like there was nothing she they could do about it. Like she still stayed with him, and the only thing that you can do for a friend when they're in a relationship like that is be there for them when it sort of like blows up. And they were well, they need you, yeah, they were there for Eleanor at the end. And I was like, yes, you're good friends. Like, yes, please be there for her. Um, on a last note, um, what do you think of the fact that Anissa has an eating disorder? Um, I was I was kind of glad that they included that because I was like, I feel like it doesn't get sort of a look at no, not a look in. Um, I don't feel like it's like talked about enough. Um. I don't know how common they are within the South Asian community, but I definitely, like, I get where she's coming from, how she was, like, at her last school when she was, um, they're, like, the only brown girl, and it was, like, that was the only thing she had going for her. So that's kind of what sort of, like, triggered it. And I was, like, yeah, like, sometimes I feel like you can relate to that. Like, all the brown girls with, like, the big bushy eyebrows and stuff like that, whatnot. Sometimes that is the only thing people comment on. They're, like, oh my god your figure's so stunning and I'm like thanks but like there's more to me than that like mm. compliment my I don't know my personality instead yeah I, 100% of all the things that people have said to me 100% the most too common are oh my god your hair's so long and so thick and uh oh my god you're so skinny yeah, I'd love literally. to have I'd love to have your figure Mm. meanwhile in the background I'm desperately trying to put on weight and struggling to mm. um but yeah I think they I think they handled that quite well because it's really common in school as well for, for girls to think that they have to be skinny and for it to escalate that quickly definitely mm-hmm. and I think that they didn't like it wasn't the whole sole focus of like every single episode like I think they handled it in a very good way like it was like they they brushed over it. They didn't brush over it too much, but like they still mentioned it and included it. I like the fact that Trent forgot that she even had anorexia because that's so accurate for school. Like no one really cares that much about what anyone else is doing or is going through. Everyone just kind of keeps themselves to themselves mostly. It will be gossip for like a week and then that's it. Yeah, and like looking back at it, in our last episode we talked about how when you were like a teenager and you were in secondary school, everything feels like so heightened and you're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, when something like that happens, but literally like the next day or the next week, there's new gossip. Like there's someone else that's more interesting than you. Like no one cares. It's not as big as you think it is. Like people don't care about that kind of stuff. Accurate. Um, So season three, that could just come really soon. Mm. because next month yeah like how long did we have to wait for season two it was like more than a year uh no it came out in lockdown right so 
god it feels like so long ago it came out in 2020 i want to it was just yeah i think it was like april may time Mm -hmm. so yeah i I don't want to be waiting a year for season three like please pretty please netflix i know you're listening to this podcast (laughs) it will definitely be a year at least Mm, which is so oh it's gonna be so long and you know what the thing is as well i feel like I need to go back and watch season one and then watch season two because mm. I feel like I forgot so much. So that might be something I do. Um, I want to. I want to see more of of, of Nalini next next season. Mm-hmm. And, and her relationship with Evie. And we also want to keep the grandma. We love the grandma. She's <laughs> yeah. got to stay. I. She's very accurate, especially. Oh, you know the bit where she was like, "I bought four portions of cauliflower." Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah In- indian grandma's always trying to feed everyone trying to like cook and look after everyone very true mm-hmm. um okay so that is the end of this week's episode so that's the end of today's episode subscribe to hear us talk more about all things casual and all things not so casual in the meantime you can find us and contact us on instagram using the handle at evolving indians where we'll be most active to keep up with our personal lives, you can find Arthi at at artimira.patel. And to keep up with my mostly South Asian book reviews, mine is at blogs underscore by underscore niche. Uh, hope to see you and speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>